Welcome, Nerdables, to episode 128. This week, we are going to do our Batman versus Superman review with Ethan and myself, who have seen it, and Mikey, who is, doesn't give a shit about the movie and no, the, sir. knows uh, all of the uh, spoilers already. So, I think I got to start off and say, you know, I should have joined Mikey in this effort of not wanting to see this movie or not watching this movie. Shouldn't we say spoilers first? This movie's uh, this show's going to have a lot of spoilers in it. Oh yeah, we're gonna, we're going to spoil the shit out, murder of the shit out of this movie. <laughs> okay, so Batman versus Superman: The Dawn of Justice. Ethan, what'd you think of it? Was Mikey right? I know you just kind of went into that, but. <laughs> Is that your official review of it? Yes. Okay. So, last night, I saw a meme on Facebook that said, um, let me go to it real quick. It was, it was actually quite shocking. Uh, it says that, if you are a comic book reader, it's a damn great, awesome movie. If you're a casual, if you're a casual, it's a pretty nice movie. If you're looking for a mar- for the Marvel fun childish formula, maybe it ain't for you. What 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 is this from? A meme that somebody oh, put. Oh, okay. I, that's a horrible meme because a comic book reader would not like this. So no. here's what I put. At least not every single comic book reader. Here's what I put. Yeah. Um. Whoever made this didn't see the movie, and I mean speaking as a comic book reader and a filmmaker. And then this person asked me to explain it. And this is, this is my official review of the movie, and then we'll get into it. The movie is paced very badly. The story is weak with potholes and poor writing to not only get them to fight, but also to make them stop. The dream vision sets up future films, but instead of letting the last vision be real, they missed a great opportunity. The reveal of the other heroes not... Not apart from the film, not a part of the film, happens at the wrong moment with the wrong person. The film never truly establishes Lex as a genius, just as a spoiled, petulant child. The action is too short. The film has no fun. Superman and Batman are not likable characters, and they have no redeeming qualities. The film tried to put too many things, uh, tried to, to, uh, the film tried to do too many things and fit too many stories into one film. And the end should have totally been its own film. Don't get me wrong, there could have been a good, a good film here, but it would have required a different director and finding a film-making pace more like Marvel style. What I mean is, not throwing all of your stories into one film, using multiple films to set up the big team-up and or Bat and Soup fighting. Which, by the way, only lasted five minutes. I'm sorry to DC Loyalist, and this, this is true. I'm sorry to DC Loyalist, but this film was not good. And as somebody who reads Batman and is a fan of Superman, I really wanted this movie to be good. Well, I think we all really wanted this movie to be good. And that's, that was you know, part of like what conversation we had driving up to Comic-Con. And we were trying to discuss is that um, we have a lot of opinions on how these characters are portrayed in this movie 
mm-hmm. and they just weren't done well in this movie. But previous movies, I think that they were done well. Like Man of Steel, I like that movie still. I loved how Superman is portrayed. It still gives the same feeling that Superman is Superman. In this movie, you don't get that at all. You f- you feel like Superman is more emotionally motivated in his actions rather than making a, a decision or trying to make the best decision for what's best for Earth and what's best for humans or humankind. Here's the thing. First of all, I want to say the casting of Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman, I think, is great. I, I think Henry Cavill or Cavill or whatever his name is, is perfect for Superman. He, he looks the part. Ben Affleck, I, I said in the beginning I was scared of Ben Affleck being Batman based off of Daredevil and things like that. Ben Affleck is a great Batman. Gail Gadot was great as Wonder Woman, and that's the one that people were going, oh, she said, you know, I can't believe it. She, matter of fact, she was the shining point in this whole movie, and she was only in it roughly maybe 10 minutes at the most, not even two minutes as Wonder Woman, and she did a great job as Wonder Woman. The problems with this film are, one, it didn't know if it wanted to be a Batman movie, a Superman movie, or a Justice League movie. Two, the, the pacing and the writing and the very beginning of it was just so convoluted that it was hard to follow. And that's, I mean, a lot of, edit, I mean, a lot of uh, reviewers have been, or a lot of critics have been saying that, too. And and I actually I even had one friend tell me because all you're doing to me is you're telling me exactly what the critics are saying and I'm like no this is my opinion I haven't I, I didn't even read any of the critic uh, reviews until after I wrote my own you didn't no you didn't read anything beforehand beforehand nothing even seeing the movie before it's nothing I I knew the critics didn't like it but I didn't read what they said that'd be hard for me yeah. especially a movie that I already know is probably going to be bad I. Sort well, of want to go. I think it's because you weren't even planning on watching it, so maybe that's why you you went more on the uh, on the fact of wanting to see what other people thought of it. Me, I'm I'm like Rich. I was like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna read anything about it. I don't want to know anything about what other people think because I want to have my own opinion about it. True, but I don't. I'd hope that it wouldn't influence my opinion as much. Mm-hmm. But uh, Jeremy Irons, I'll never know because <laughs> Jeremy Irons was good. But Jesse Eisenberg was horrible. I mean, uh, the one I, I saw that one critic, I, one critic said after it was so bad that I wanted Batman and Superman to team up and kill him immediately. Maybe that's why he snapped at Comic Con last year when yeah. the journalists got all in those face. Now, and, and I can understand part of what they were doing with him, and this is a big spoiler. Part of one of the things that they were doing with Jer- with with uh, Jesse Eisenberg was that. They're setting up the next the the Justice League movie with the fact that Dark Side, Dark Seed, however you want to say it. Some people say Seed, some people say Side. What is it? I don't understand that. But which I, what do you I always, always call I always call him Dark Side. Dark Side. I've never called him Dark Seed. There's a lot, I, but I, you've heard it though. No, I've heard it. Yeah, it bugs the hell out of me because right. it's not how I say it. So, well, but. but see, I even remember back at the uh, the super you know the Super Friends cartoon. When he when the, he they had him on there one time and they called him Dark Side, um, one, I think it was uh, Young Justice or something else that had him on there called him Dark Side. Yeah. I think yeah. there's there's some show or cartoon that well, he was in that they call him Dark Side, or like Side like, like inside Saeed. the eye. Yeah, right. More. Well, it's more Middle Eastern Side. Yeah, like, right. Yeah. Um, 
It, but they they what what I'm getting to the point with that is that he, they were he was Dark Side was it was obviously sending messages into into Lex Luthor's head. You get that towards the end of the movie. You you but in the beginning of the movie, there's nothing to establish that that's happening. He he just comes across as this very petulant child. It's like, look, we're in my, you know, he's with the senator. We're in my daddy's room. I left it exactly the same. But, you know, I should have changed this picture because it should have been the other way around where the demons are coming from the heavens instead of from the from the ground. Well, would then his, the way he acts between that point and then when he does, does he change? No. Like, at no, all? no. The entire movie, Lex Luthor seems as he's just some like rich emo kid. The only thing you see is when he's giving the speech at the party. He's standing there giving this speech and everything, and all of a sudden, mid speech, he starts speaking, and his sentences are sounding like, like me pre- sometimes when I talk on the show. Mm-hmm. You, you're going, "What the fuck are you saying?" Like he's forgetting what he's saying. Yeah. It almost, yeah, almost like a stroke. And that's the that's the only thing that kind of gives you something else might be going on, but you don't get that connection to that until the very, 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 very end of the movie when Batman comes into his cell. So he still doesn't act all weird or more serious. No, once he shaves his head. There's nothing in this movie that gives the indication that he's a genius, other than the fact that he has a lab. He has a lab and a lab jacket. Yeah, you know, and then he he he's smart enough to know the the cutoff of Zod's finger ne- fingertips, so he can use his fingers to access the 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 uh, Kryptonian ship. Mm-hmm. But there's no there's nothing that gives you the idea that he's he's a yeah. genius. See, the best Lex Luthers that I've come across, you know, with like the ones from uh, the Superman Adventures, like the animated series back in the '90s, or even like Smallville, for example. The best Lex Luthers I've seen were more diabolical rather than, you know, psychotic. childish well, or yeah, psychotic. I've, I've never liked Gene Hackman. Yeah. I mean, he's okay, but... Well, and that's the other thing with this is he acts more like he's the Joker, that that juvi- jovial, psychopath, sociopath, than somebody that is diabolical that's, you know, he, like, you know... that Manipulative. Yeah, that he, you know... The the, the best Lex Luthers are the ones that, and we've talked about this before, and Chris has mentioned it too. The best Lex Luthers are the ones that you he believes that he's right, that Superman is going to snap or something, or be he's got so much power where he could take over the Earth. So Lex's twisted thinking is to preempt that. You know, if I stop Superman, then he can't take over the world. Yeah, he's basically like Batman, right? Where he has a backup plan. I know how to neutralize any of these metahumans, right? But they left it to they like left that. it to Batman in this movie to solely be that way with with Lex manipulating him by putting Superman into these situations that you know. One situation he puts him in is you know. You, you find out that Lois goes to this Middle Eastern terrorist to interview him and everything, and then there's a CIA agent, but Lex has the some mercenaries planted there, and stuff goes wrong. Uh, Lois gets captured by the terrorist. Superman kills him. You know, he, he's standing there. He's got a gun to Lois's head and said, you either stop or I'm going to shoot her. And instead, what would you, if you see Superman in this situation with Lois and somebody holding a gun to her head, what would you think Superman's going to do? He would have heated up the gun at 
Maybe. What I tell you, he should have lasers done. or yeah, no, hit his hand or, or whatever. Yeah. What yeah. he did was flew faster than sonic speed yeah. through with the guy through a wall. Yeah. yeah Killed the guy. Lois like loosens her grip off the guy's arm so that like she doesn't get pulled yeah. by the guy. Yeah. And so that's what the whole thing is. Like he just swoops in real quick and busts through the wall with the There's guy. There's no reason to do that for a non meta human. Right. That's, that's stupid. If, and that's exactly what I said to Ethan. It's overplay. If, it's overkill. And, and if it was a meta or somebody else, going through a wall is not going to kill them. It's not, you know, taking a human being through a wall at sonic speed is going to kill them. And Superman, most incarnations of Superman, even the 70s one who, who when Lois dies, flips, you know, turns back the earth to reset time. Mm-hmm. Which was dumb, but he 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 would have. Matter of fact, I think there was even a scene where somebody has a gun and he uses his heat vision to melt the gun, yeah. or at least heat or it up heat enough it up where the guy drops it. Drop it. it yeah. yeah, or it would warp enough. Through right. The... Yeah. Right. So and then so one of the other things is then later on they they get Superman to come before Congress. And Lex has manipulated one of the guys that worked for Wayne Industry or Wayne Financial that mm-hmm. lost his legs. So he was manipulating this guy to. During the whole battle was, uh, you know, they're showing the aftermath of what happened to like Wayne Financial and Metropolis and, and Bruce Wayne and there. Bruce Wayne and all like while that's happening, you see what Bruce is doing. Yeah, that's the opening, isn't it? Yeah, pretty, pretty much, much the opening. Yeah. So they bring this guy back in, and he's in a wheelchair that Lex gives him that's motorized and everything like that, right? And Superman's standing before Congress, and all of a sudden the chair explodes and kills everybody around him. Superman even looks over because they introduce the guy, and as soon as they introduce him, that's when it explodes. He if, should have been able to smell explosives on – well, he's not a dog. But, but if he was fast enough to stop the guy with the gun from killing Lois mm-hmm. – wouldn't he have been able to be fast enough to get this guy out of the building? Should have been able to hear some type of frequency that shouldn't be in there. Especially since earlier on, they've already established that he can hear Batman's <laughs> that was one of the... headsets. Oh, well, that was... Where he can hear Alfred talking to him over the headset. Oh, there was another complaint that I read online that he could hear Lois far away. Yes. Her voice like, help me, Superman, or help me. From Clark, thousands and thousands fuck. of miles away, yes. Yet he couldn't hear his mom's voice that he's known forever. Yes, all the way to save her. Yeah. Then, then so, yeah, there was a yeah. In, like, yeah, that that is stupid. There was a like yeah. Superman was. Uh, he he ends up having this vision of his father on the top of a mountain with snow around it because you know he's hiking after the whole explosion with the 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 Senate. He's reevaluating his it, life, and, and he's he's all, it's almost like he's going to the, the fortress of solitude, and he finds his you know he sees his dad a visionary thing like that, and then about the same time. You know, Lex pushes Lois off of a building, and he in in Metropolis, and he makes it to her before she falls. So you're right. The whole thing with not hearing his mom just it, it's absurd. It, you know, it, it's the complaint that that Chris has with the Jedi. Sometimes you know their powers are are super strength, and they can do whatever. They can pull a star destroyer out of the out of the uh, the atmosphere, but they can't you know take a lightsaber and dismantle it from somebody's hand. Well, he has that problem with sometimes in the comics with Superman. Sure. The whole, what is it? I can throw a bus or go through a mountain, but bullets somehow sometimes yes. hurt me or yeah. vice versa. Batman and Superman in this. Here's the other thing. There was no fun in this. 
movie. I get that they wanted to stay away from Marvel and what they're calling the childish Marvel, you know, comic book type superheroes. But there was no, it was there was no dark. comic relief in it, and no, none of the actors except for Wonder Woman seemed like they were having fun. I swear, I don't think that Bruce Wayne slash Batman and Clark Kent slash Superman smile one time. Through, well, actually, I take it back. Superman does when he gets in the bathtub with Lois. Yeah. And that was the whole... Because yeah. he's about to get it on. Yeah. yeah. I would smile, too. That, that's, you know? the, that's the only light moment there is with that. And it's just... Uh, there's, there's one joke that's made as a comic relief in the entire movie. And it's basically when um, uh, Doomsday is basically in front of the Batmobile that's dismantled with the the hood ripped off and Batman's just standing there or sitting in the Batmobile and Doomsday is right in front of him starting to light up. And Is that Doomsday or Superman? I thought it was no, Superman. It's, it was Doomsday. Okay. And it's the uh, shot that we see in the trailer. Right? It, it, it's, yeah. the, it's, the it's the battle plane. Ba- it's the plane, yeah. Sorry. And uh, basically he just looks and he's like, well, shit. Yeah. And that's, or like, oh, shit, or yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that. And then that's when you know Wonder Woman gets introduced with the, yeah. but, and they could have saved that for yeah. the actual movie. There, there were some really big missed opportunities too. Uh, one of my biggest complaints is they did it. They did. You see in the in the trailers and everything the whole thing with Batman in the trench coat with the goggles, in you know a a post apocalyptic Earth, yeah. and. You know, oh, he's in that stuff in the in his dream sequence. In a dream sequence, okay. so he's seeing all this stuff. Which yeah. you know, anybody that's read the comic books, you know, can kind of identify with. You know, they they had the flying creatures of the apocalypse and the yeah, the parademons. They had they had I the, saw the omega symbol and and they had the omega like, symbol. Oh, okay. And that's how that's how for me I knew. Okay, I know what where they're going with yeah. this. But if uh, when he wakes up from the dream sequence, most people would go, "What the fuck was that? Why was this here?" Yeah, well, when you... because it was all, the whole thing was supposed to be like he he's got the 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 file he steals from Lex that has everything about the meta humans and he's trying to figure out what this white uh, Portuguese is and it ends up being a ship. He thinks that Lex is this white Portuguese with this mystic or this this uh, like a, a code name for like a, co- a drug dealer, right? Oh, okay. So, but he ends up finding out that it's, it's a ship carrying kryptonite to to Lex. Mm. Because he couldn't get Congress to to authorize the import of it, um, so but he he's he has this dream sequence while it's being decrypted and everything, and then he wakes up from from the post apocalyptic one, and you see Barry Allen the Flash come through the space time vortex, and he's warning him about don't you know Lois Lois is the key don't let anything happen to Lois, and then all of a sudden he wakes up again. To me, and then that's when he has the 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 meta human slash you know the one, files are finally files decrypted open. and it, it opens up. To yeah. me, if they would have left him waking up from the first vision, then you have Barry come through there or Flash come through there, and he's awake. But it's a through reality instead of another dream. Instead of yeah. instead of it being a dream, it would have been more impactful and given you more of a tease to the future plans, and also kind of establish some of the other other um elements of the of the universe yeah it's hard because that like i read the easter eggs and that's an iconic uh shot in mm-hmm. crisis on right on earth and i don't know if they wanted to add more of that into it so i know there's supposed to be a crisis in the tvs yes that they've alluded to they haven't mentioned a crisis in the 
cinematic side yet. Mm-hmm. So I might want to steer clear of that. But if they would have left it as that actually happening and then him opening the files and you see each of those heroes, yeah, it would have been more impactful for where they're going with it than later on in the movie – you know, in a in a, another scene that just kind of cuts you out of what's going on, mm. to have Diana Wonder Woman open the files and see each one of them, and they actually have her listed as a meta human, and they have Stupid. Cyborg listed as a meta human, and even it's Aquaman more... as a meta human. They are, and they aren't. I mean, right? Yeah, but but, but to have her look at it then just was kind of like a it was kind of weird and awkward at that moment mm. where she's already told Bruce she's looked through the files when she gave them back to him. So if you would have had Bruce look through those files at that time and see each of those characters instead of you have to imagine that he saw those because we see Diana looking at him. If they would have flipped that it, right at that scene where he would have had that vision and then Barry coming through, to me it would have made more sense and fit a lot better and been more impactful. I mean, it, it's it's yeah. nitpicking for the sake of comic books, but yeah. it would it would have worked better to me the, as far as pacing. Yeah, it's just a lot of stuff. Yeah, but one of the bad things is you don't have a lot of action going on until almost the what the two hour and ten minute mark of the movie. I mean, Batman and Superman it's don't here fight and there towards the beginning, but it's literally I could say easily the first hour of the movie. Um, with the exception of, you know, when they're first showing what happened during the fight between Zod and Superman, there's no action. It's it's all, like, dialogue or... That's the other crap. I mean, yeah, you're seeing the other point of view, yeah. but it's the same crap that you saw in Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Batman, who they've established that has been Batman for 20 years. So he's been... You know, well, you got to establish his age like right. that. Yeah. So, but now he, because of the... But did he, had he been retired, though? No. So they didn't stick with the Dark Knight Returns. No, they didn't have him retired because he was still in. You know, he he wasn't doing it as much. It it made it seem like he was fizzling out. Right, he He wasn't doing. He was was phasing himself out. Right, more with Wayne Industries. Yeah, he's dealing with his business side. Exactly, but he was still doing Batman on the side. You know, people of Gotham were still aware of of Batman, but you know, you you kind of can piece together that whatever they they're going to establish with the Robin Jason Todd character because it's obviously you know Jason Todd that you see or at least his well, costume that's the costume right now that could just be him looking at that's a failure on my part and they're not going to use Jason Todd right unless they because he'd be dead or they're going to introduce Hush yes so I could see that or what a lot of people are thinking and hoping because Batman has 20 been around 20 years which meant that when you look at the Joker in uh, in the uh, yeah, Suicide Squad, the Joker is very young. So we're going to take uh, Batman Beyond, Return of the Joker. We're going to make it Jason Todd instead of Tim uh-huh. Drake. And it's not an implant of the Joker. <laughs> right. So, you know, so it, to me, it was kind of like one of those things where you've established that he's been there for 20 years. He's gotten past of acting out in revenge. The way they establish it with the whole you know, seeing this, the fight with Zod and everything, his intentions with Superman are revenge. You know, they didn't really do a good job of establishing, no, they, they, I mean, they mention it, finally, that, you know, he, he's he got the power of a god. 
he could destroy us. But they, it, it was kind of, you know, like he, he to try to find out who this white Portuguese is, he's now branding people with the symbol of the bat. And like literally, he's got a thing that he's branding people. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. And it's just to say, hey, I've already checked this guy type deal? They didn't really say, but they were saying that it was like a death mark because once those guys were arrested, they were getting killed in jail. Yeah, basically anybody because Batman knows too much about what they gave him or something, so they're killing them in jail. Batman, I would say he didn't pick up a gun, but he does hold somebody's hand that's got a gun and weighs (laughs) laced to a bunch of people. But his... That's That's the one thing that bothered me is Batman never used guns. Right. And but, in this movie, he uses, I mean, granted, it's not him shooting, essentially. It's him grabbing the gun of another guy yeah. and firing it. As they go in a circle. People. Yeah. Like, Batman has never used a gun. It was funny. I don't remember where the hell I read it or heard it, but they were mentioning about uh, Batman the movie, where on the Batmobile, there's guns on it. Yes, but <laughs> so, he uses those but, guns... To, like, to break go down through a wall. wall. No, yeah, in this movie, and this is where I was going with it in a minute. In this movie, he uses those guns at cars and pe- with people in them and stuff and kills a bunch of people and then drives through a wall without using the guns. Because oh. oh. I, thought, I thought for sure he's going to go through this wall and you fire the guns to go through it. No, he goes right through the wall. Oh, they've gotten past those type of Batmobiles that don't have tank-like armor that they can sure. just go through. But but I but I thought it's a reverse of the the original Batman, yeah. you know, the Michael Keaton slash Tim Burton Batmans, where he used the guns solely to go through, and that was even absurd because it made a big square. Yeah, you know, with, with like the guns can actually you know have they they r- yeah they had rotaries on it to, to move them, but it was just. I was I thought that was just like a weird moment where you switch it. Yeah. Yeah. And so then we get, you know, and of course the, the we we even skipped it. The whole movie starts out with the death of the Wayne parents again. Yeah, I remember I heard that this weekend. Yeah. And it was apparently more than just once that you see this go on. Yes, and, and it takes forever. It's all slow-mo and like uh and it, it's all to get to the point it's where... It's funny because it's basically like what Chris was saying. It's going to be 20 minutes long for something that should have been like five minutes. Yeah. Right. And it, it's to get to the whole point of of uh, Thomas Wayne saying Martha. Just to hear the name. Just to hear the name Martha. That was the other thing. Oh, both their both their moms are named Martha. Yes. That's significant. As soon as, and as, soon as they said Martha Wayne, you know... I thought, oh God, there's going to be some kind of connection or something. And sure enough, the way that that Lex finally gets Superman to fight Batman, even though they've already established that Clark has a problem with Batman being a vigilante Mm. and that he believes that he needs to stop. They set it up with him, with all the conversations he has with Perry White, which, by the way, Perry White, I swear to God, for the first 30 lines that he has... He only speaks in headlines. They're all headlines for you know for for stories, yeah. and it's just so annoying. Perry White got turned into such a caricature yeah. that it just bugged me. Um, and yeah, and he, Amy Adams, who's a great actress, I love her, and almost everything she's done was so annoying and pointless in this movie. She was she, her sole purpose of being there was to motivate Superman to do things. And that's not what Lois Lane is. No, she's a 
journalist and uh, if you're not going to use her right then don't use her don't use her yeah you know um but yeah the, so they'd already established this whole thing with you know Clark n- realizing he needs to stop the bat Batman needs to stop Superman because he's too powerful and can you know and he is out of control because he does things solely to protect Lois Opposed to what would be better, the betterment of mankind. They're both sort of vigilantes. I mean, yes. Superman's st- helping. He's just perceived in a better light than. And I swear to God, if you shadows. if you were to do a drinking game of how many people Superman and Batman kill in this movie, you will have to have your stomach pumped <laughs> because it's ridiculous. I lost count with Batman, Ugh. and and you know it's like. And to me, those two, Batman will not kill somebody mainly because of seeing his parents die. That's his, you know, his main motivation. People won't, he won't kill because he saw as a child people getting killed. Mm-hmm. To me, it's like the problem I have with, with the show Gotham. They've turned Jim Gordon where he's already killed two people in cold blood. That's not Jim Gordon. Yeah. Jim Gordon is the only good cop. The only honest cop on the GCPD, yeah. he he will he will follow the letter of the law. They've turned it against it. That's why this whole thing with with Zack Snyder doing the same thing with Superman and Batman, you know, there there's 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 moral boundaries lines that they've set for themselves that they will not cross as yeah. heroes. And he's completely stepped over those lines with these characters. Yeah. And that's one of my the biggest complaints I have with Superman it. killed Zod, so now he's got a thirst for blood. That's a, yeah, that's to me, and, and, Look, and he's they, a fellow kryptonite. There's no way you can't I mean you can still not kill him, but and learn how to put him back in the phantom yeah, zone. But here's but, the thing is but they, uh, they, with Man of Steel and this is like part of the conversation I had with Rich is the Man of Steel. The reason why Superman kills Zod is because he feels that there is no other way to stop him by uh, other than killing him. And you see how it destroys uh, Superman yeah. emotionally and, and mentally happy. after that. But if he would, but see, here's and then this is comes to my my next point. If it destroyed him as much as Ethan is saying it did, he would never kill again. He would never let somebody be in harm's way enough, to, or, or a, a civilian be in harm's way enough to let them die. Look, you're going to cry the first time. After that, eh. Right. <laughs> That's the problem. Exactly. Yeah. Then you're like, I've done it once, so... <laughs> yeah. Why not? And, and, you know, and, and Lex... a good crack in his neck. Lex in this movie was just completely all over the place. Uh, and, you know, we kind of established it already, but, you know... He he wasn't the dynamic villain. He should have played Mark Zuckerberg. Yes, yes. Luther. Yes, and then at, at the very very end of the movie, he gets thrown in prison, and they shave his head. For well, they shave it at the end. At the yeah. very end, oh. they they not only do they 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 trim it down like what yours is now, yeah, where there's no, just it's a, you a, know, it's just kind of yeah. They they completely shave it. That's bald. what Lex Luthor is. Yeah, sure, he doesn't have a buzz cut. But he's the thing is, bald. he's in yeah. my my thing was he's in prison. Not the military. In prison, they usually don't cut your hair off. No, but they're just... They do it because that's what Lex is supposed to I, I understand for. it. And they did it just because they got to the end of it and went, Oh, shit, he's still got hair. They should have made him fat, Luther. What they should have done was, when he was on the Kryptonian ship, and he's messing with creating Doomsday, mm. 
that he loses his hair because of so close to the kryptonite. Yes, because of because of what's going on around him and the environment. Yeah. And they could have had it organically happen instead of having it where they just shave his head. You know, and the whole doomsday thing. Oh, for the love of God, doomsday. Well, first off, let's let's say this whole ending was a shit show. The the problem with it is that this movie the one thing everybody was waiting for is to see the fight between Superman and Batman. You mean because the movie's called Batman v Superman? Yes. Okay. But that's the thing is that everybody was like, "Oh, you know, we're going to finally see a fight between Superman and Batman. And how's that going to end?" blah blah blah. Everybody's expecting The Dark well, Knight Returns. Should've... Yeah, they the fight. Never named this movie Batman v Superman. Though. Yeah. They should have set it up where they had this be a Batman movie. And while Batman is going through his movie, do kind of like a Marvel thing where he's like on the Bat computer or something, and he sees the events of of what happened in Metropolis with Zod and Superman, mm. and then maybe a couple other things that are news things. So he's starting to piece things together that maybe he's not the best person, or maybe he could be. He's a good guy, and he's out of his heart. But what happens if? And then. You know, so you set that up in, in in this Batman movie that's going on with whatever villain you want to have. Then in the next Superman movie, you have Clark seeing things about the Batman and things that happen within as as like a B line for the you know a B storyline. Then the next movie after that is Batman versus Superman. And and take your time with it, and instead of trying to rush to get to catch up to Marvel with a Justice League movie. Take your time and establish it. Yeah, but you're also still only establishing two characters. But you can have Wonder Woman and other things yeah. going on and have those other movies still to establish your universe even bigger, but have the have the Batman versus Superman be the B story of these other two films. Well the Batman and versus Superman should have been the story that's essentially in the Justice League movie. It's them coming together and saying, hey, we have a greater threat and we need to join each other. Mm. Let's grab these other guys too and let's form the Justice League. Look, you can't I have... Can see a little spat like that. Yeah. You can't have Civil War in Marvel without having a couple Avengers movies and setting up a universe with Tony and, and, and Steve, you know, either well, yeah, friends you, you or... tension in tension. both of those movies. Right. So, But... So, but going back to my point is, you know, with the whole like what these fans were waiting for in this movie, literally when Batman and Superman finally fight, yeah. it's literally like a five minute fight that ends very poorly. And well, you got to establish you got to establish why they're fighting in the first place. You know, after they've established this whole thing where Clark is needing to stop the Bat and Batman is needing to stop Superman. It comes down to Lex Luthor kidnapping Martha Kent to force Superman to fight Batman. Mm. So he flies across the bay from Metropolis to Gotham. Which they're that yes. close to. Yes, I said, I said yeah. across the bay. Yeah. Because in, in the established DC universe, Metropolis and, and Gotham are nowhere near each other. It's the new DC cinematic universe. Yes, they. Let's put it this way: Lex Luthor can stand on the top of Luthor Corps and yeah. see the bat signal. Yeah, they, that's stupid. It, it's so stupid. It's I get, I get for Central are the old ones. 
Yes. Those are the ones that should be the Twin Cities. Yes. So so you have so you know Lex you know says you better go over there you have 10 you you have an hour but oh we wasted 30 minutes standing up here on top of the roof for me explaining that you need to go fight Batman because I have your mommy and we're going to burn her. So he starts to you know get over there to Batman to fight him and we we skipped it but Batman had had, had stolen the kryptonite and turned it into um a spear a spear yeah. and also into a grenade you know a, a a aerosol spray or aerosol grenade. Yeah. And so he, you know, he, and then he gets into his bat slash, uh, Hawkbuster armor, mm. which, you know, I know that Batman has his own armor and everything. We've seen it in the trailer. And which by like the that. way, this is another thing that bugged me is why was Alfred the one that built that suit? Well, if you notice, Alfred built everything. He yeah. was the mechanic of the car. He was building the suits. He was the one that was redoing the 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 cow. He That's was the, the one that was like, Batman is the one who designs all his stuff. Designed everything. No, he's not. No? No. Who designs Batman's stuff? Should be Lucius. Should be Lucius Fox. Okay. Batman tweaks stuff. And he 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 has that ability, but the one that does the R and D for the Batman stuff is Lucius Fox. Okay. So, but you see, Batman. Well, that's according to Nolan universe, I can't remember. But even even in universe. even in the comic universe, even in the in the uh, cartoon universe, Lucius does most of that stuff. Mm. He he's the one who builds most of it. But I mean, Batman does do some of it. Yeah. You know, I mean, even in the Nolan universe, um, Alfred and Batman build the cow and everything in the first Batman Begins. Yeah. But when you get to this, you know, Batman does do the scientific stuff with the kryptonite. So now he has a couple grenades and he has a spear, you know, with a with a crypt uh, with with a pure piece of kryptonite on the end. Which, by the way, kryptonite was used to power the engines of the Kryptonian ship. That's how they they explained why kryptonite is on Earth. Okay. Yeah. So so we get to the point where Superman gets to Batman. Which that doesn't make sense either because isn't kryptonite radioactive bits of krypton? It's supposed so to why would it be on the ship by now, powering it? It was supposed to be part of the Kryptonian, it was the uh, Kryptonian core. Yeah, that I, when the when the never planet exploded, it, it was any of this in this universe, so. right? That and that's the other problem is they've never established any of this, and then all of a sudden they said, "Wait, we need to have kryptonite." You know what? It was what drove the engines. Yeah. Okay, so you you finally you know Batman you know lured Superman to this certain spot. Mm. And Superman's trying to say, Bruce, you know, I need your help and all this stuff. But Bruce doesn't hear him or doesn't care and starts fighting. And they, they have this quick fight where finally Batman releases one of his grenades. Mm. Superman breathes it in for the longest time. And it's only a couple of minutes where, to me, if he would have breathed it in and it was inside of his mm. lungs, it should have weakened him for more than just a couple of minutes. Oh yeah, it should have weakened him for a, like until the sun come enough. up. It's like you know from the the Dark Knight Rises where Green Arrow shoots him with the Kryptonite arrow, is um, or like the mist from the arrow like explodes in his face. Mm. It's like that. It just gives him enough time where Batman is able to have a fist fight with him for right. five minutes. Yeah. So they they have this fist fight and everything, and then. It's not until, you know, and then Batman goes to do the spear, and then, what, Lois knocks it away or something? No, Batman is standing over Superman with his foot on his throat with the spear, 
about to stab him and that's right he's trying to say like i think he's save martha saying, save, save martha, martha and then save martha and he keeps saying what are you saying why, why are, are you saying, saying that? that name why are you saying how and do then, you know that name why are you saying and that then name? lois just kind of pops her head in oh that's his mom's name <laughs> so then batman pulls the, the the thing away and throws it down the the spear throws it down and, and as soon as that happened i turned to rich and i was like did we just become best friends and the only thing I could exactly think what it felt like the only thing I could think of was Martha, Martha, Martha. Yeah. But I was like, oh my God, that's how they stopped the bite. So, you know, then they have to team up to go. Bruce goes to save Martha and which goes into a whole nother thing. But before we get into that, I, I was telling Ethan this. They could have done this so much better. Not have the moms be the 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 beginning and the end of this fight. If they would have had it where they'd already established Clark needing to stop the bat, you know, Superman needing to stop the bat, and Bat needing to stop Superman, that's what starts the fight. And you get to the point where Batman is holding the spear over top of Superman, mm-hmm. and Superman says, "Do it. If you think I'm this monster that you think I am, kill me." And he gets ready to kill him. But if if Batman kills Superman. He's going against his moral fiber of killing people, and he can't kill him because it's his, you know. B- and, but at this point, has he already killed somebody, though? No. Oh, he hasn't killed any civilians? Well, that's what, that's no, no, what well, we're well, to say. But, it, okay. but he hasn't, you know, the people he's killed, it's just been, like, well, collateral damage. Well, not and, even that. If, if Batman stayed true to Batman. Right, if they, if they stayed true to not, Batman not killing and everything yeah. like that. No, I know that. And he's standing over top of Superman with this spear. And Superman's telling him, just do it. If you think I'm, the, you know, this person that you think I am, and he actually sacrifices, he's saying he's sacrificing himself, basically, mm-hmm. to prove his innocence, and Batman can't go against his, his beliefs, he throws it away, and then they, they he, and it's, you know... They get, like, a mutual respect for right. each other yeah. and team up. It would, be, it would be better for the overall story and for the... The lineage that these two characters have. I'd still probably hate it. So. To, but, but but yeah, if no, you if you do it right, and I'm not just you know the, you ha- you'd have to have you know the point where Batman says, "Look, you know Batman has to basically confront him, saying, look, you are so powerful. I we need to have as a human race, we need to have some reassurance.' Mm. And Bat- and then he says to him, "Then don't throw away the spear, or something, mm. you know." Keep the spear in case some I you know, I do, yeah. and basically what Superman has said to him in the past, you know, embraces had contingency plans, yeah. But Clark and Superman have always known he's had those plans, yeah, so and encouraged you're right, and encouraged him to have it. Yeah. And if he does the same thing at the end of this to end the fight, it makes more sense than because our mommies have the same name. Well, yeah. <laughs> so then, because they they. You know, Bruce then goes off to save Martha, which gets shot up in his armor, in his regular bat suit. He's no longer in the armor. Mm. He's in his regular Batman costume, gets shot six ways to Sunday. He gets shot in the head, shot in the chest, shot in the cape. Multiple times in the Bulletproof. Everything's bulletproof. Then he gets stabbed in the shoulder, and the knife goes through his suit and, like, stabs him in the shoulder. Which I don't understand. Like I mean, well, we're talking armor, then if you, if it's all pretty much bulletproof and all that crap. Right. I mean, granted, it's you're getting punched by a, a god basically, but 
Well, but but that was when he was in the actual armor. Yeah. Now he's just in the basic basic Batman suit. Yeah. And there's a guy at close range. I mean, like the the gun is literally inches away from his cow mm. as he's firing, and they're running, you know, several times, and it doesn't go through. But another guy stabs him in the shoulder. At least in Batman, in the Dark Knight, they establish that Lucius establishes that this armor will stop bullets, but the you know, there, there's but places there's where knives, spots, there's, there's weak spots where knives sure go through. Weak, it, this costume, you don't see any. But, but it's all the same. Where, where Batman, you know, with yeah. the, the costume from The Dark Knight and Batman Begins, there's, it's like pieces yeah, yeah. with like chain mail or whatever underneath. Yeah. This is all the same type of material all the way around. Yeah. Mm. So he gets stabbed, then saves Martha as, a, as the guy has a flamethrower. And he shoots. He, he he throws a batarang into the. No, no, he shoots the tank. Shoots the tank, right? And blows it. It blows up. But he covers Martha up and, with his cape, and and neither one are hurt. Yeah, everything's fine. So so his his costume is flame retardant and bulletproof, mm-hmm. but can't stop a knife. Yep. I know it's a little thing to nitpick at, but it's, it's still a, it's a smaller point with a knife than right. a bullet. So, but but it's it's. <laughs> no, a, I know. I know. So. As this is happening, Clark goes off to sue to um Bang Lois. <laughs> to to the Kryptonian ship that has lightning and stuff going all around it because Doomsday is being created. Um yeah. and he creates it's being birthed. Right. So basically what happens is is as Lex gets into the, the ship, brings in the body of of Zod mm. after he's kind of learned some of the Kryptonian stuff and taken command of the ship through I don't know, through basically a Jarvis type computer, mm-hmm. you know, and then he's in this puddle of water well, I mean, with in, these weird, like, spiny things crawling and going through it. And he says that, you know, and they're like, uh, well, to, to create an abomination has been forbidden by the council and, uh, of, of Krypton. And, and Lex goes, well, do you see the council around here? Was this playback? Because why is anybody still alive on that? Computer? Well, no, no, no it's, he's talking is, to the computer. It's a oh, recording, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's basically saying that the deformities are banned by being made by the council. And he's like, "Well, do you? Well, where is the council now? Do you see the council around here? Do you see here? the council?" Yeah. And the, the computer's like, "Well, no, they're not alive." And so he's like, "Well, then go ahead and make it." Okay, <laughs> you know. So he he mixes, he cuts his hand yeah. and puts his blood in with Zod mm. into this big pool of birthing liquid. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the, these unseen tentacles start coming around it and and wrapping themselves around it. You know, and you see these like like I guess they're like you don't can tell you can't tell if they're me- mechanical or not, but they're they're crawling they're swimming through the water and they look like octopuses mm. and they all go around them. They basically grab Zod and like start lifting him up so they can start working on him or yeah. whatever. So then it, you know, at this point now when Superman comes, you know, Zod or the the now Doomsday gets released and and uh which and, now and Lex also introduced Superman, this is your, your doomsday. doomsday. And I was like, Ooh, "Oh my god, no." Yeah. Yeah. So so Doomsday obviously comes out. They're fighting and stuff, you know, and he's fighting against Superman and Batman yeah. and everything. And then Superman takes him up into space, and, and the government the nukes government him. nukes him. Yeah. So they, they nuke Doomsday, and by 
the collateral damage. Superman is now stuck in space as he's basically losing all the mass in his body. You can see the outline of his bones, so he's basically dying. Mm. And Doomsday falls to Earth and sheds his layer of skin, so now he starts getting the now he has the, spikes. the bone on spikes of the armor. Oh, yeah. It still doesn't look like Doomsday from the comic. Still? No. no. It still looks like a Ninja Turtle with, with <laughs> yeah, spikes. Yeah, they, they don't have the mohawk hair that he had. It's literally, if you think of the Ninja Turtle from the new movies, the head looks exactly the same. Oh, uh, yeah, I saw that. So yeah. then he starts battling Batman and Wonder Woman, who shows up. And but Wonder Woman gets introduced in that scene where I told you it was like the only comic relief in the movie. Yeah, yeah. they'd already established Diana in it a couple of yeah. times. At the party and then one other or two other times. Yeah. But this is the first time you really see Wonder Woman other than, you know, a still picture from This is her in, in the Wonder Woman armor and the shield. And it's the, literally the, the scene. The, when you see, the first time you see Wonder Woman, in the trailer. it's the trailer. Yeah. It's the exact thing. And almost everything that you saw on the trailer mm. is as far as Wonder Woman is in the movie. Yeah. No, that's And so... They're battling, you know, and then, you know, Batman and Wonder Woman are together, they're battling, and then Superman comes down, and all three of them stand there. Well, the, in. S- the sun comes around the Earth, yeah. and Superman regains his energy, basically, and comes back down. And then... He they, himself like Wolverine. Yeah, and then you have... Yeah, exactly. Then you have the Trinity shot, and then you have the... where is she with you? Well, I thought she was with you. Even though Batman yeah, already has been fighting that. with her. I hate that line. I hate seeing it in the trailer. I'm like, yeah. This is stupid. But, but he'd already not, been battling was, with her. It was an attempt at some comic relief. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And the, and the bad thing was, the other thing about it was, Diana slash Wonder Woman had never been around Clark or, or Superman. The only interaction she'd ever had was with Batman. So the whole that whole line and that whole thing of, let's be cute with this. It's a little joke. Ha, ha, ha. Didn't work because of that. Yeah. And it didn't work just well, because I mean, it was granted, bad anyways. I mean, granted, she was at the party. Clark was at the party. She must have already known, like, he was Superman or something to that effect, you know? Yes. So, you know, there's well, the play on that. Not, I mean, not necessarily. Right. But, I mean, how would they necessarily know she's Wonder Woman? Well, you, know, ba- so, I mean, you, you have to like Superman, you don't know. We as viewers know it, but... Oh, he has an S curl and he lost his glasses. So. Well, Batman or Bruce does find out she's Wonder Woman because he he sees the it's picture. One of the, she's one of the files that Lex has yeah. accumulated. Yeah, and he he confronts her about it, and so you know he uh, he already knows who she is when they get together and they're having this fight. So then they're they're battling Doomsday and everything, and Bruce finally. Releases, you know, they they can't figure out how they're going to do it, other than they remember that Bruce has the spear, mm. and they well, they they keep hitting him, and it's just the energy of whatever they're shooting Doomsday with is right. He's absorbing him. energy. He's yeah. absorbing it, and it's fueling him. And so, basically, to say that the only way that we're going to kill him is get the spear. So Superman, you know, Superman's the one who gets the spear, basically. Which he flies it, it, to the Batcave and grab it? No, he flies no, to the, the pool of water that Lois threw it in after Batman and Superman made it. Because that. she was trying to get it away from Superman. Yeah. Oh, we forgot the fact that in the middle of the fight, when Lois goes to get after they mentioned the spear, Lois goes to get it, mm. and then the building collapses on top of her. So she's trapped there. So in the middle of fighting Doomsday, Superman hears this scratching noise. No, he hears her heartbeat. Was it her heartbeat? Yeah. He hears her heartbeat and is like, dun, dun. 
and it starts slowing down. And then, like, you know, as he's going towards her, it starts He flies to go get her. But but it's great because they have the scene where he, he gets her out of the water, and she, there's this, like, half a second where he, he's holding her, mm. and it reminds me exactly of the original Superman when when uh, when Superman saves Lois from the car that fills up with dirt and she's dead. Yeah. And uh, at that moment, there was a split second, I thought, is he going to fly around the earth and spin it backwards? But, you know, of course she does and starts coughing up the water, yeah. and he grabs the spear. Well, he dives into the water, grabs the spear, and is basically lying face down in the water now because he's oh, holding that's the right. kryptonite. I forgot about that. So Lois has to pull him out of the pool throw the spear all the way to the other side of the building so that he can regain his energy. To pick up the spear. Yeah. To, so then now he oh. flies, picks up the spear, and Holding flies. Holding it in front of him. So it's like quite a distance, might I add you, because it definitely took him a lot longer to fly from when he grabbed that spear yes. into Doomsday. <laughs> Basically, yeah. So he's flying it to run it through Doomsday's heart. Yeah. And so he, it wait, took longer. Wait, wait, after they... But, they had cut. They Batman had used the his gas to to you know Doomsday inhaled it like Superman did, and then they cut off his arm so this starts growing this tentacle thing, and then you see the lasso. Yeah, another you spike see, you, starts growing yeah. out of his hand instead of like another hand. It's one of the bone spikes. One of the greatest things was you do get to see the lasso of truth. Yeah. So you see, you see, uh, not right now. Uh, you see, um, you you get to see Doomsday in the lasso. Yeah, as su- as it only works. Correct. <laughs> but no she, point to that. She's right, there was no I point just to it. A lasso. That and that's exactly Super what they use it as. And she doesn't have bracelets; she has gauntlets. Oh, no. so, well, which they've changed they've because changed it, that, yeah. yeah, I mean that's changed in the comic books a few times. Seventies. Yeah. So. Uh, so super. So well, what Lois I was saying, is holding. Hold on, hold on. Because what I was saying with my point is that the fact that Superman flew into Doomsday holding the spear and not showing any effect of it really Correct. affecting him, whereas he dove down two feet into a pool to grab it and it ended up oh. face up. In it's a like, pool should, like I, I, and I, when I'm watching him fly with this, I kept expecting him to like just fall. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> like, that's what to, I thought. Is you know yeah. he was gonna start like wavering down and then yeah. like we see like oh batman helps him or wonder woman helps him you yeah. know like yeah it just made it very like it didn't make sense so he shoves the spear into doomsday doomsday shoves his spiked hand into he spoiler superman. he fists superman this is the biggest spoiler for the movie if you don't want to hear it turn away now this is your last 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 chance right. doomsday so, but Doomsday shoves his spiked hand into Superman's chest as Superman is shoving the the spear. His pole in. Right, him. they're they're shoving their poles into each other, yep. and <laughs> Superman shoves it all the way through so that you see the kryptonite go out the other side. Wouldn't it be more effective if he kept the kryptonite part into? That's what so. I thought. <laughs> and Doomsday dies, and Superman dies. Yeah. They did the whole. They death did of the Sup- death of Superman, yeah. with Lois holding him, and you have Batman on one side and Wonder Woman on the other. Like I was really surprised that they didn't have the cape flowing on the spot on the wooden stake. They was, should. They should have had the flag. They should have had it flying on the, the the pole. The the spear. 
Is the spear completely out now, though? No. Or is it still Doomsday's in Doomsday's laying down. Yeah. Doomsday's back is down, you know, laying yeah. on his back. The spike is, the, the spear is still through him. Mm. You could have even had it where the it was just flying over top of it, you know, like the cape was just still blowing. Yeah, you'd have to do it that way. But they didn't do it. Yeah, but that was thing, and that was another missed opportunity. The but, thing with the comic book is like it there's such an intense fight between Doomsday and Superman that his suit was getting literally sure, ripped yeah. to shreds. I, I get that. And so that's why his cape was showing on there. I see that but where you don't see that at all. Doomsday in, was in a complete form. mindless monster in this. Yeah. Their fight wasn't big. This should have been the second or a, a third Superman movie. This should have been your movie after the Justice League movie. You shoved two iconic comic books. Yes. Worth of crap. You shoved everything into this one movie. To me, when it happened, I went, no, you did not just do that. Save that for another movie. Then you see the dirt move. Well, then you then you have the two separate uh, ceremonies. You have the one that... For Clark Kent. Yeah. You have one for Clark Kent, one for Superman, which they used the coffin from the book for Superman. Yeah, yeah and I heard that, which... It still doesn't make sense because when somebody dies like that, yes. and you have two <laughs> funerals for some person. Yes. Somebody knows the body's two. missing out of one of those coffins. Put two and two together. Yes. Well, just put two and two together. Okay, so Superman died? Well, where's Clark Kent? Oh, he's dead? All right. And then we get to the But the Clark. Clark was killed while he was covering the story. Oh, yeah. Yes. You know? All right. So we have we have Bruce and but you have no body for Clark Kent. Exactly. So well, you don't have the well, body for Superman. Well, you have, you have a body for Clark Kent. Yeah. If you want to do it that way, one well, other, if you don't know, one or the other, there's a body. Right. <laughs> well, no, I can see them having him still in the Superman. Right. Outfit. So, but they have to. They have to have Bruce Wayne make the comment of, of. Well, they're burying a, they're burying burying an empty casket, you know, with that circus they're doing on the other side of the country. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you don't need to tell that if you're, you know. So then, you know, as after they they put the casket in the ground, you have Bruce standing to the back. Diana walks up to him, and they start talking about we need to get the other the others like you, you know, we need to get those others like you together. They have to fight. It was the Nick Fury moment at the end of it. It was man. the Nick. Yeah. F- it's basically like, oh, I have a plan that we're going to get a bunch <laughs> of people together. Just so we're going to have to find them. Yeah, yeah. And then you see the dirt, you know, kind of come up. Well, it's it, it's low as they're grieving. Oh yeah, she yeah, she, she has grabs the... some dirt and throws it inside, and walks away. And the next shot, the very last shot of the movie, is you just see the, the very quick rise. second of the dirt just rise up a little bit. Now we we and I should say we've cut out a lot of the crap, you know. When when you had the scene when the whole Senate blows up, mm. you know, and Superman standing there around it is just you know he's just standing there and he's looking down as all of this fire and everything's around him, you know. They nothing else is ever said about that. Nothing is ever mentioned again about the government until the very end where they're having this grand funeral for him. Does Holly Hunt die? Yes. <laughs> Everybody in the Senate dies, or you know, and you you actually see the White House or the 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 Senate building, the House, you know, blow up completely. Yeah, and it's just like it was too much. It was too big, you know. Don't. There was no reason for the Senate to be involved at all. Sort of like I mean, Iron it was, Man, what two? Yeah. Yes, yeah. 
Just imagine Iron Man standing there and the whole thing blows up around him. Yeah. Oh, and he's, I, got, I got the armor on me and just And time. he's just standing there with you know distraught. Yeah. Like, you know, I can't believe well, this. Well, I mean just for happened. yeah, for I mean I can understand it for the character of Superman cuz he was wanting to go there to kind of explain himself. And everybody just dies around him, and he's like, "This is just what happened." But they had no explaining or anything. All they did was introduce the one guy, and then that was it. It was like, yeah. "What? You could have had him in a restaurant, and Superman walk in and do the exact same thing, and it'd been just as big and powerful." Because they don't mention it ever again. Yeah. I think Lex makes one little reference to it or something in passing, but that's it. You know, it's just yeah, no, it's. It... Is I wanted this to be a good movie, and I was—I I don't know if I want it to be a good movie because of when it was how their whole movie plan was for their yes. whole lineup. I don't. Care. And here, and here's the bad thing: is you get a lot of, and I, I call them DC loyalists. I mean, I, I love DC comics. You read DC comics, Ethan. You—that's basically other than Walking Dead, the only comics you pick up. You know, the only Batman is one of the only comics that I've continued with from the very beginning to the end of the New Fifty Two, mm-hmm. and I, I I want to see I you know I Dark Knight is one of my absolute favorite movies. I love the Nolan series. I love the Tim Burton stuff. You know, I love the old Christopher Reeve stuff. It's not like I'm oh Marvel movies all that's it. I can't have anything else in my life. Mm-hmm. I want the DC universe to be good. I want to go to the I movies. The, yeah, I'd love and, to and, succeed. Yeah. I, I want to have that battle of, ooh, DC or, you know, oh man, Captain America was great, but oh my God, did you see the Batman movie or a Superman movie or, or Wonder Woman or whatever? I want those to be great movies. But the problem is, and I see it, the same thing when we went to the DC panel, mm-hmm. you know, at, at WonderCon. You know, DC was basically apologizing for themselves, in a way, for the New 52, which a lot of that was brought on because of Warner Brothers. The studio, unlike what Marvel Disney do, the studio steps in and says, no, this needs to be like this. Zack Snyder, who, I like Zack Snyder, some of his movies. I loved 300. I, uh, unlike a lot of people, I liked Sucker Punch. I even like Watchmen to a degree. Visually, they're pretty. They're very pretty. But story-wise, they haven't been great. I, I mean, 300 Punch, I was fine. Sucker, 300 was fine because they also basically followed the book exactly. Yeah. They tried to do that with Watchmen, and they couldn't do it. And Watchmen was well, one of those movies. everybody do it. It was too much. Right. And everybody's always said, there's no way to make Watchmen into a movie. You can't do it. If you did it into a TV series like Game of Thrones or something, you could do it. Because you have longer to tell those yeah. stories. Um, Sucker Punch, I like the story, but I like to have fucked up stories. Well, at least it was original. And it was original. So, the, and it was so the pretty. Story, the story with Sucker Punch it could have been done well. I think it just needed more tweaking as far as like the script goes. The idea and the, you know, the overall execution of what the story would have been would have been great. Mm-hmm. It's just I think it just needed more time. Man of Steel, I I don't hate it. I don't like it, 
but there were a lot of things about it. You know, I didn't like the 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 choices for the muted colors. I didn't. I thought that the the product placement was way too much in your face. Um, Superman, you know, lacks some of the the qualities that I go to see a Superman movie for. I I want to see in my Superman, and I didn't get it, and got even less of it with Batman versus Superman. Batman, you can have dark. He's supposed to be dark, but he still has lines he will not cross. Mm -hmm. You can't cross these lines with these characters. And I get Zack Snyder saying, well, yeah, but I'm rewriting these characters. These are, I'm telling these stories. This is how I want to be. If you're setting up a universe, a shared universe with all these characters to tell, then you have to stay true to the characters. characters. You can tweak them some, but you have to stay true to their fundamental characteristics yeah. and their values. And that's he the said he didn't want to use Grant Gustin as Barry Allen because, or as Flash Barry Allen, because he's too CW, he's too fun, and they have they have you know fun going and things like that. That's yeah. not the universe he's setting up. If if you left Superman and Batman, not necessarily Superman, if you left Batman, Batman, well, Bat- you can use whoever you want as Batman. Flash, Batman. He just making has to, fun. He has to be how the Flash is. Yes. So, which is basically the Flash that we see on TV, yeah. in C- on the CW show. You know, you. It, I mean, hell, he's not all. He's cheery. Yes. He's cheerier than Arrow, but he's not all that cheery because he's he's very uh, mopey sometimes. Yes. But I mean, he has legitimate reason to be. But well, they they've established but, that. But but you're right. There, he's not as. As happy-go-lucky as the Flash in the comics, yeah. But the Flash, even even the introduction of these other superheroes through the files, you know, the Flash he had long hair. It didn't, you know, it was just he was, yeah, he had a goatee or a mustache or something. It was, it didn't, you know, it was, it was horrible. The the cyborg, you know, he looks like fit. The the cyborg, the, the I I like the way they did the cyborg. They also had a little Easter egg in there with the box. Yeah. And that was kind of cool. With that. The Aquaman, his trident isn't actually a trident. It's got like six or seven prongs on it. It's a fork. It, it's more, yeah, it's a fork. Pretty much. Well, it's got the three main prongs. Well, he's, and then a couple little ones. He's had a trident like that, though. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I didn't, I you know, I knew that I had already seen the pictures of him, so I wasn't expecting much of a change. It, I, I can deal with that. Is he riding like a broom? Turn around. <laughs> <laughs> the one of the other but one of the other problems I had with it is they they stylized colors with each of the characters. Every time you saw Superman in Metropolis or in Kansas or anywhere else, it was very muted like it was for Batman or like uh, Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, it was very vibrant, you know, when even when she's battling in the night and everything, it's very vibrant vibrant colors. Batman was kind of a mixture of the two. It, you know, you didn't have as muted colors like you do with Superman, but it was just all over the place. And then the shaky cam thing. I'm so tired of of directors using this shaky cam to explain, look, there's movement going on in the world. I get that. If a building is falling and stuff like that, I get that. Don't give me the shaky cam with them running everything because you can't focus on everything. Yeah. When Bruce Lane, Wayne is running at the beginning of the movie through all of the destruction going on in Metropolis, mm. my head was hurting because of my eyes couldn't focus fast enough with it, and it drove me nuts. Yeah. 
And then it, with moments where you don't need it at parties and stuff like that, you still have that little shakiness. I don't want that there. There's no need for it. Yeah. Well, those I scenes, get it's a stylized with thing. With those scenes, it's like the camera operator was just putting the camera over his shoulder and just recording that. Yeah. It's like for a big budget movie like this, why wouldn't you hire someone with a steady cam? Yeah. To do these kind of if you're walking through scenes, the crowd you know? and everything, use the steady cam where you don't have that. Which you know they could have. It's just maybe they just didn't have a good enough operator or what. But or it's just a stylized choice. Yeah. You know you because you get that it's supposed to make action, it feel more realistic. That's stupid. That's stupid action, to me. Action scenes should be the actions. Yeah. I mean, unless they're trying to do it. Well, we need that for the the D box. You know. Because the D box has to feel the movement. Well, guess what? We if you're if uh, you're shooting a movie for just that yeah, format, oh. it's stupid. Yeah. It's just like when you shoot a movie, just you know, you're, you're doing this stuff like the TMNT where they're doing it. Where they're going in. We're shooting it. We know we got to do 3D, so we got to do all the 3D tropes. You know, you got to have the the thing coming at you. The character's got to do something. Yeah. No, don't do that. Just tell your story and allow your story to be good. And if you're sh- if it's going to have 3D stuff. Great, you know it'll come organically. Then that's my biggest problem with a lot of these movies, mm-hmm. and where with a lot of the Marvel stuff, it feels organic. Where the organic, organic, <laughs> organic. <laughs> I know there's no T. Uh, there, there's uh, Winter Soldier felt very organic. Iron Man three felt very pushed. Very if it's, Iron Man three felt like it was hey. We can sell all of these extra Iron Man irons oh, yeah. or suits. You know, suits. Let's throw them in. Armors. I think Sideshow got those. I think so too, because Sideshow's putting out every single one of them. Either that or Sideshow went, "Oh, we can make a lot of money from this movie." Um, but yeah, I, I'm very, very disappointed. And as the weekend's gone on since I've seen it, I've gotten even more disappointed with it. Whereas a lot of movies, I can say, I like that. I can, I can, because I like this part of it, I can deal with this other. You know, as, as much as I, and, and this is where it goes out to a lot of the DC loyalists that wanted to see Batman and Superman and can forgive all this stuff because they got to see Batman and Superman together or even the Trinity together. Mm. Even a Star Wars movie. As much as I loved Force Awakens, there's a lot of problems with it. Yeah. There, there's a whole lot of problems with it. Some things I can forgive because I enjoyed some of the other things about it. Mm. But there's things about it I just I can't forgive. This movie, I'm trying desperately to find the things that I liked to forgive the other stuff. And I can't. Even before reading all the reviews for me, I was going in knowing I'm not going to like this movie. Yeah. So why bother watching it? So. Mm-hmm. But, I mean... I, I had no hope for it. Ethan, somebody so. that's a major Zack Snyder fan that likes his movies, you know, the majority of them for the best part, how did you feel about this movie? Well, I think like you and like Mikey, is just very disappointing. See, I, I won't be disappointed because well, I yeah, already know. Eh. Well, I mean, but you, it scares you were also disappointed in the fact that, you know, you know how bad this movie was that you didn't even want to go see it. But that's not disappointment. I, I'm just like, eh. As much as I love these actors yeah, playing these characters, it scares me for the Justice League movie. I'm probably not going to go see that. If I might, might, might go see uh, this movie 
if it when it goes to the three dollar theater. Right. Might. Or get you bootlegged. No, I'm not going to bootleg. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, well, no, that's a, even... I was thinking, you know... Or until it gets on the screen. Yeah. I might not even see it until after I see Wonder Woman because that I'm hoping for with the amount of time that she was on here that it was, eh, it was not a lot, but everybody liked it, mainly because this is the first time we see Wonder Woman on the big screen. Right. That's not animated, if yes. anything. So... A Gale that, Gano, and I thought time, was brilliant. It's a period piece, too. Or at least it spans different periods. So yes. I'm sort of looking forward to that yeah. more so. I thought she did a... Ma- uh, it actually made me look forward to the Wonder Woman movie. That's the, I guess I, that would be my one shining spot in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was glad that Ben Affleck was really good Is it for what he had to work with. I, I might skip Justice League itself, so... So, okay, we, we do this every once in a while, and we're going to wrap things up now. Uh, I'll do it with you, Ethan, instead of Mikey, because unfortunately Mikey didn't see it, and then, you know, he can't give a grade on it. Or what would you give this movie as far as a one out of five? One out of five? Yeah. Five being the best. Mm, probably like a two. Break that into 20%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One through ten. How about that? So you can have at least a little bit lower. Well, okay. Well, one through ten. One through ten would probably still be around the same, like two or three. Wow, so that, that makes it even lower. But okay, it, well, if you were going to do A through uh, yeah, an A like through four. an F, that I mean, I'm I don't know if that's even a better way to grade it. A D minus or D. Like a D. Okay, how many yeah. stars? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> out of, so, five out stars. of five stars, what would you give it? Uh, one. <laughs> that's even lower than a two out of five. How many thumbs up? Uh, none. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's more w- accurate because yeah. that's result. I would say a one point five to a two, but, you know, or, or one one and one star. Yeah. yeah, like this movie, I you guys know it because I talked about it on the podcast before. I was, I was so excited to see this movie for the same reason. You know, first time you're going to see Batman and Superman on the screen is something to get really excited about. You know. And it's just after seeing this, I got I was so disappointed. So here, in wrapping this thing up, I want to uh, invite any DC fans to put it up on Facebook, on Twitter, on on our iTunes. What you think? Are we completely batshit crazy? And this movie was great. Please let us know. But and, and give us the reasons why you support this movie. And so in that, I will say, check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables, or you leave us a message on Twitter, at Nerdables Show. Leave it on their Facebook page. There's links to, to either um, forums and to uh, our iTunes where you can leave messages. So it's Nerdables.com. Let us know what you think of this movie, and we'll see you next time when we have everybody back in full strength and we uh, talk about WonderCon. Yeah, see you next time.